people of the internet, people of the world. Welcome back to the Nature Hour. Uh, we've had a little break, but we're back. You are listening to me, Arthur Daintree, and him, Luke Bantock. Hello, listeners. Welcome back. We've took a little uh, time off to do some first-hand research. Yep. Just get back to nature, really. Mm. Back, you back out into the wild. If you're going to talk about the animals, you need to... Uh, to understand them yeah you need to talk to the animals yeah and then and then they don't really talk back as much but you still talk at them they're very good listeners and then you take notes and you're like this one's a fucking idiot oh my god (laughs) always the same quiet (laughs) silent type (laughs) stupid animals anyway um yeah welcome back to the nature hour on this show uh we will be covering f animals we have a couple more entries uh, posted on the jobs market. And a couple of Luke vacancies Bantock. on the job board. That's right. They've been left there for a little while. <laughs> Just hang in there. Unfilled vacancies that we'll be offering some prime candidates for later on. That's right. And then the feature that you've all been waiting probably a month, maybe a month, maybe a, maybe month. a month for. Uh, we've got mating and dating. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And it's a banger, guys. It's a club banger. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 So, is. without further ado, Arthur, do you want to take us away with our F animal? Our F in animal. That's right. So, yeah. Uh, you know, it's been... Um, it's been an interesting journey. The F animal. Mm. Um, I mean, there's a lot of, lot of strong candidates out there. Fish. Yes. A lot of information about the fish. Fly. Strong. Fox. Uh, uh, Fossa. I can't get a fig out of my head now. Fig, fig is no fig. Very stationary. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a tedious uh, lifespan. Yeah. Um, like have, life cycle. that exciting behaviour. That's alright though. You know, love a fig. Mm. Um, we also could have had the uh, Fer de Lance. We could, we could well. S- snake. Oh, I once uh, was in a. I don't want to bring up my jungle stories again, but <laughs> once, no, show your boots. Once was in a jungle, and our local guide shot a Fer de Lance dead out of a tree because it was living above someone's hammock, and it was six foot long, and they are terrifying. I'd have liked Qu- you've done a third lance, to be honest, Arthur. Oh. Get back to my heritage. <laughs> Get back to that guilt. Yeah. I feel no like, guilt. Um, it was him or me or him. I mean, you could have moved the hammock. <sighs> you, bet. you don't You don't want to be anywhere near a third lance. That's, that's fair. That's fair. They're pretty nasty. Pit vipers, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's a snake. Is that a type of snake? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a type of snake. Well, whilst They've you're got... doing F, I'm going to find that out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I won't be listening. <laughs> no, you want to you want to listen to this one. Yeah, it's a pit so... viper. Well done. Uh, thank you. It's professional. Yeah. Know, we've been on hiatus, Not but I've still show. been still been uh, studying away. <laughs> so yeah, we had all those options. Very interesting animals. Uh, but one of them um, that I haven't mentioned yet um, stood. Head and shoulders above the others. Oh yeah, and uh, it will become very obvious very quickly um, why. 
and that's because I am going to uh, talk about the fishing cat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Interesting. Fishing cat. A fishing cat, hey. I, d- I didn't know that was a cat, but it is. Oh, I hope it's just cat. a cat that fishes. <laughs> I mean, it's not really not... a species, it's a. It's a hobby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a hobbyist. Yeah. They love a, love a fish. Well, I mean, all cats like fishing, but this cat, you know, really he likes really fishing. loves it. In a way that maybe worries the other cats and like that cat, the fishing cat's parents are like, oh, what's he gonna, you know, what's he gonna some go sort out of this intervention? Fishing? Yeah, <laughs> all their friends yeah. gathered around. What are we gonna do about fishing? We know you again? love fishing, and fish is delicious. We all accept that. Oh, but yeah. You're spending so long, you're neglecting everything else. You can buy fish from the shop now. <laughs> the owners give it to us every day. Yeah. <laughs> No, I just love fish, right? <laughs> anyway, okay, fishing cat. Yeah, Let so me apart tell from you that hypothetical fishing cat that we've just created. Tell us about the real one. Yeah, <laughs> as is the real one. That's the real one's personality, yeah. at least. So it is a uh, a medium-sized wild cat that lives in Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and as you would expect, it lives near where you would fish. Mm. Well, yeah, it can't be like a lot. It'd be frustrating if it was in that landlocked area. <laughs> yeah, don't it? find them in the city. In the desert. <laughs> God, there's no fucking fish anywhere. Um. Anyway, so yes, they are in the they're the largest um of the. Let's see if I can get this right. Prionalerus cats. Prionalerus. Oh yeah, the old Prionalerus. Yeah, let's say that. Um, uh, which is a genus of four species of small spotted wild cats found in Asia. Um, and obviously, uh, this one swims very well, and all of the other prio nailerous cats can swim very well as well. Um, it says here that they're actually semi-aquatic, but let's not go that far. It's still a cat. Amphibious <laughs> <Not a> cat. <laughs> well, so um, in terms of size, uh, they're about twice the size of a domestic cat, so they're about sort of this big. Yeah, got it. Yeah. I'm trying to hold it right now in my arms. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite large, but manageable. A stocky, muscular build with mm. medium to short legs. <laughs> Stubby legs. <laughs> Good for swimming. You don't want too long levers when you're swimming. You want, you know, a little bit of... Anyway, um, but in terms of semi-aquatic, uh, they actually do have slightly webbed feet. Ooh. Not as well-webbed as uh, leopards, which apparently have really well-webbed yeah, feet. Yeah, very good um, swimmers, I think. Mm. But they got a little bit of webbing. Half half cat, half duck, <laughs> some have said. <laughs> it's been described as. <laughs> yeah. the, so, the merging um, of the cat and the duck. That's unholy, <laughs> unholy pairing. Terrifying. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> more fuel to the fire of the unholy sort of weirdness of the uh, the fishing cat. Adults have been observed to make a, uh, a chuckling sound. Well, that's creepy. Just chuckling. It as, <laughs> yeah. Oh, in my head it's a lot creepier a chuckling. It's a slightly more satanic. <laughs> Just staring out over the water. 
<laughs> staring at the fish man. <laughs> gonna fucking gonna get you, get you. <laughs> little fish with my little um, legs <laughs> very much at home in the water mm. uh, and can swim long distances even underwater really have, yeah yeah I don't have specific numbers to say uh, how far they can swim but what, without those numbers in my head it's far yeah long it's way it's really far do you ever have anything on their foot on their fur Mm, I just can't quite... fathom that they'd spend all their time in the water but would have really long, like, catty fur. It's quite coarse. Quite right. coarse fur. Okay. Um, there's no... It's not It's not particularly long, but then no big cat has particularly long mm. fur apart from, like, a snow leopard. Yeah. So it's, like, shortish. Not going to drag them down. Coarse. I mean, all wiry, maybe. Probably not wiry. Waxed. Mm, like a duck. Yeah. <laughs> Those duck's jeans. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> from the, the duck mother's yeah, side. Yeah, that's from my ducks. That's from my mum's side. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, they can swim swim quite far, even underwater, uh, and they use their tail like a rudder. Amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, when they're catching, when they're doing their fishing, they have sort of two approaches. They got the traditional fisher's approach of just standing and and just waiting. Yeah, with a rod. With a rod, yeah, a little hat. <laughs> and like a pork pie or something. <laughs> a hot pork pie and a thermos flask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and sometimes they'll put their rod down um, and and they'll reach out over the water and they'll just tap the surface. Just just, just tap it. Just a little, ripple, a little, little ripple. Yeah, yeah, in the way that mimics an insect to attract fish. So the fish cool. are like, oh, there's been an insect up there. See some ripples. <laughs> they swim up and the freaking cat grabs it, <laughs> flicks it out of the water and hits it with a stick. What? Well, you know, like you how when you go fishing, you? yeah, when, oh. when you go fishing, you hit the fish with a stick or you hit it's it against a rock. It's tricky, isn't it, when you combine the fields of comedy with facts? <laughs> now I don't know where one starts and one ends. <laughs> I imagine they bite the fish. Yeah, I think that's probably most likely. Mm. I mean, it says they flick the fish out the water using their paw, and then they just eat it. So I imagine they don't even bother killing they the fish. They probably put just... it in a bigger net and then put it in, you know, in a bucket for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> they'll just chow down. They're just well, that is cool though. It's pretty sweet. Even cooler. So when they're swimming underwater using their tail as a rudder, um, they will swim underneath aquatic birds. No. So, yeah, they will betray... Like their... <laughs> Sort of. You know, like hippos... tipping, tipping up a boat. You know when hippos go underneath, like, canoes in the river? And then they go up from underneath and flip uh... them up. <clears throat> yeah, but does the hippo then eat whatever comes out the boat? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, just like a hippo, then. Like a hippo. Um, they'll, they'll dive underneath the water. Um, into quite deep water um, and then it, they'll surface under an aquatic bird betraying their duck heritage by <laughs> surfacing underneath a duck like Jaws take one of them and... duck brothers yeah yeah They're bird brothers <laughs> so they'll dive and then just rah, launch out the water and grab grab those ducks amazing whilst you're talking I've, I've just got a video of a, a duck a fishing cat underwater oh it, is it good it's not as impressive yet because the water's so shallow that the cat doesn't oh. have to get underwater. But 
it still looks cool. The cat isn't freaking out like by the water like a common yeah. house cat would. So <laughs> that's progress. You'd hope, you'd hope they didn't freak out, <laughs> considering that was all they do. That's where they spent their full time. Yeah. Well, so a final note on their swimming abilities. Um, as always, our sources are the most rigorous sources um, no that uh, a quick Google search can find. <laughs> so I've got uh, they're incredibly strong and capable swimmers. Good. Yep. Um, and have been known to swim vast distances, often in pursuit of a fish trying to get away. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> no, I don't believe that. Vast distances. I to believe that a cat is able to swim as fast as a fish. It's got his rudder tail. Yeah. Like it's a, got his short yeah. stubby legs, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, come on now. Of course it can swim. As fast <laughs> vast as a fish. Across the seas. Vast yeah. Vast swathes of water. Across the Atlantic it goes. <laughs> Just one chasing small... one fish. Come on, you fucking fish. <laughs> So hungry. I've I've just I've just been and whilst you've been talking, looking at some videos. Uh-huh. It, it, the cat gives an impression the air of a cat that is actually not particularly happy in the water. He's oh. <laughs> only going in as a last, a last <laughs> like oh there's a you put a fish in there for me so you can film it so I'll go in but I don't really want to be in here. I'll do it but I won't enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, I'll try and get out very quickly as if I've got this. Mm. Clever fishing cat. <laughs> um, so no, that's good. I think that we will train our local, our like house cats to do that. If we had one. Tell you what, I would str- I would have struggled to. Uh... With Lance, so Mike... I wouldn't have. Now he freaked out if you if he was even like drinking. Like, <laughs> yeah, just drink near a cup of water. <laughs> um, so every now and then he'd go and explore and he'd jump into the bathtub without any water in it. Yeah. Um, and then immediately panic and jump out. Because he realised it was a bathtub. I don't really know, actually. Maybe he just didn't like the smooth sides. Yeah. Ominous feeling. Did you ever yeah. bath him? <laughs> huh? Did you bathe him in that bath? Oh, no. They bathe themselves, mate. What, with their tongues? Yeah. A quick it's not, lick. It's not, it's not a full... Not a full wash, is it? He lived a long and happy life. <laughs> yeah. Unwashed. He didn't need anything else, did he? Yeah, about 20 years, so oh, good innings. Yeah, solid knock. No need to wash your cats, folk. <laughs> Let the nature I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. That's for free. Chuck a fish in the bath, maybe they'll swim. <laughs> if my research is anything to go by, they will oh, not yeah. swim very happily. Uh, nothing else to report on the mm-hmm. fishing cat. Well, it's good. It's got a good niche, at least. Yeah, well. I mean, I had no idea they, ex- they existed, and we've been doing this for a little while. <sighs> yeah, it's not... A- Four years. It's not the first time we've ever looked up fishing cats, is it, in hope? <laughs> <laughs> Every week we did it, usually. Funny things this that cats do. This time for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like, I tell you what, most of the time, when when researching for the Nature Hour, I've avoided the, uh, uh, you know, like funny cats. Yeah. Because no. it's, you know, so cliche. We know it all. Yeah, we've seen it all. It. You know, a cat falling off a thing, cat pushing things off a thing. Classic. Yeah, I mean, it's still hilarious, but it's not yeah. what people come to the nature hour for. They hear about things they didn't already know. Mm. And that's but this what time, do. you know, I think we've done that. We've given I, some some fresh cat knowledge. Yeah. I don't think it's any stretch of the imagination to say that we've really enlightened a lot of people today. That's right. That's absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> and on that note, let's move on to the jobs market. 
Yeah, uh, an even more enlightening feature yeah. than um, the Aced of Animals. So, yes, uh, on the jobs market uh, notice board today, we've got um, we've got some more. Um, let's, can I fucking pronounce their name right for a change? Uh, we have some more suggestions um, from Katarina uh, Christo Dulopulu. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that's that. Um, more suggestions from her. <laughs> if that's not correct, please don't judge us too harshly and uh, uh, please carry on listening. <laughs> if it's incorrect, uh, like, favourite and subscribe. Yeah, yeah, just to prove that it's incorrect. <laughs> so she has provided us with two suggestions. Two more suggestions. We have the deli owner, yeah, and the army general. Mm. A challenging, a challenging pair for the, the, mm. the two recruitment specialists <laughs> that we are. But one, I don't. I think that you won't be disappointed with with the options that we lay out for you. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, um, very much occupying two ends mm. of the jobs market spectrum. Yes. Mm. One a bit more kind of dynamic, one uh, more focused around food in my, yeah. certainly in my recommendations for the job. So if I if I kick off with, uh, which one do you want to know about first? Oh, I've got deli owner at the top of mine. So. Okay, let's go deli owner. Do it. Chiefly, when I thought about a deli owner, I thought, what, what, does, what would a good deli owner be like? What would, they, what would their skills be? And it's the ability, in my eyes, to have a lot of food, Hmm. chiefly. (laughs) Be Uh, in possession of. Yeah, and and store it well, because, you know, Uh delis don't sell out every day. That's true, that's true. They store it, keep it for the winter, in a larder. mm, Okay. And also, you've got got to know the streets. You've got to be able to find a variety of luxury and niche goods, keep people coming back. That's fair, that's fair. And it's for that reason... That I reckon a deli owner, a great deli owner, would be a hamster. <laughs> the end of every day. What have we got left in the cheeks? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> We're doing the morning run at six a.m. to the local field, bringing it back in your cheeks, and then just spitting it out Blech. in the in the uh, onto the onto the serving table. But arranging it nicely afterwards. Uh, I don't know if they go that far. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> hamster is um. Oh, for God's sake! Where's the, my information gone? Go on, Luke. Professional. Yeah, I know. I, I know that. But <laughs> I've, I've, I've got loads on it. I can't find it. Oh wow! There we go. Got it. Your cup runneth over. No hamster information. No, it's not. I got confused. Um, okay. Chiefly, they they one of the few animals that is known to, not to store their their food in what um, scattered, which is what a squirrel might do, or a, mm-hmm. um, other little things like that. They they what they do what's known as larder hoarding. Nice, good. They just store it all in one big place called a larder, which is where the animal lives, which is a very high risk strategy, um, which is why only hamsters do it because if it's found, <laughs> they lose it all. Um, so, the hamster is a famous, a famous larder hoarder. Um, nice. And that's pretty much all I've got for the jobs market <laughs> on why it would do it. Doesn't eat meat, so it would be a predominantly vegetarian deli. You wouldn't be getting your sliced meats. Mm. Um, 
but you would have a good selection of nuts and seeds. I mean, that's good. And it's you know, very popular nowadays. Open at night. You know, nocturnal. Oh. So when you need deli at one a.m., mm. hamster would be there ready. Boom. See, we used to live with someone who would have loved a yeah. uh, a sort of cafe oh. slash deli that run would have opened at about midnight. Especially run if it's run by a hamster. Yeah, yeah. So, oh. I mean, there's a niche for it. There's a market of at least one. I think there's a lot of people that would would like a deli that's serving nuts and seeds at one a.m. Well, that's what um. What's the like health food shop called? Hollander Barrett. Whole Foods. Well, both, Whole Foods. Both do the job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could branch you know. out. Yeah. After a night out, go and have a thing of quinoa and uh, pumpkin seeds. Perfect. That's what everyone wants, I think, after a night out. <laughs> yeah. Especially served by a giant hamster who takes it out of their cheeks. Yeah. Was you on? I think that would really, put, that would really you know, send me off the wrong way. <laughs> Watching my food come out of a giant hamster's cheeks. <laughs> Part of me feels like you know it wouldn't be covered in spit, but I don't know if there's any grounds for that. I think it's very dry as well. Mm. But again, dry mouth. Very dry mouth. I don't think the hamster probably cares about that as much. So no, they wouldn't, would they? Mm. We might have to work on that. Just towel yeah. it off before it's served to yeah. the people. <laughs> Well, yeah, you have like a little service bit, like a counter with a cloth on. And yeah, you probably wouldn't towel. serve it straight from the mouth. No. Mouth to mouth. Yeah. Like a bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good shout. Yeah, yeah it would Not be, a actually. good shout. It'd be like a kind of innovative East London dining experience. <laughs> served from the mouth of another. Paid 20 grand for it, that, for the, the luxury. We can make this work. Yeah. If you've got the money, Arthur, I've got the I've got the passion. <laughs> well, careful saying that, I think, maybe. Um, <laughs> so, Arthur, how can you rival deli owner? How can I rival deli owner? Well, I, th- I feel like my deli owner, um, in some ways, complements the hamster. Mm. So you've got your hamster who stores the, uh, the nuts, the seeds... Yeah. You know the uh, the vegetarian and, and, and vegan produce. It has a larder, yeah. So you know that's a big tick, yeah. But no meat, yeah. I and well, we accept that's a that's a flaw, yeah. And you know, in 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 the modern world, in uh, in 2016 Britain, for all its failings, yeah. Um, uh, and this may be one of them. Um, there's still a demand for uh, for cured meats, for cured salted meat. Hmm. Uh, and so, I'm going to help fill that niche. Yeah. Uh, Are we going to have sh- uh, our brand new Whole Foods store that is a hamster and another? And a Shrike. And a Luke. Shrike. The hamster and Shrike. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Shrike, otherwise known as the Butcher Bird. <laughs> I can't help but feel that the person who suggested Deli Owner already <laughs> thought of the Shrike. <laughs> <laughs> and then thought, oh, that'd make a good deli owner because it's if it's nicknamed the butcher bird, apart from butcher, mm. probably the second best thing it's good for. Yeah, is deli owner. Tell me about yeah. it. Okay, so as I'm sure you're aware, the shrike or butcher bird um, is well known for its habit of uh, of catching um, insects uh, and small vertebrates, mm. hamsters. 
Yeah. Oh god. Let's have a talk about that. That's a difficult one. The code of conduct very yeah. clearly spelled out. <laughs> yeah. HR is going to have a field day. They, uh, they see that. Anyway, so they're known for catching insects, uh, small vertebrates, um, uh, and then you know they don't want to eat it all at once. Mm. They're very clearly better at hunting um, than they need to be because they need to store all their meats somewhere. And so what they do is uh, is they impale the bodies of their victims, prey, uh, on barbed wire, fi- barbed wire fences or thorns or any available sharp point. You know, whatever comes to yeah. hand. Um, and then they sort of rip it up. Right. And uh, and uh, and eat it. You know, as as and when. As, yeah. I mean, that's so if you can, a lot, isn't it? Yeah. So imagine like a, a ham, a cured ham yeah. uh, that's just hanging and you just cut a little bit off. Just eat straight from the thorn. Yeah. yeah. Just, well, I mean, you know. I was going to say, we, we, you know, we might have to think about our presentation in it. Do people want just a cured meat hanging off a thorn? But you're all right. If you look into a butcher's, yeah, yeah. that's literally what's happening. Exactly. You know, strikes very much of, of this time. Yeah. I think it would uh, make a great deli owner. Would be mm. very meat heavy, but I don't think that's necessarily a problem. Do you reckon it can make like quiches <laughs> <laughs> with its own eggs? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a little grim, but you know, give the people what they want. Yeah. Customers are always right. Also, um, another potentially um, game-changing uh, feature that the Shrike can offer to the world. Is that um, they can uh, they can take a a toxic animal? So, for example, the toxic lubber grasshopper. Oh yeah. And they'll stick it on the old spike, give it a couple of days. After those couple of days, the toxins inside the grasshopper have degraded. Now it's safe to eat. Tuck in. Yeah, yeah. It's like that Japanese fish delicacy where you only if you cook it right, if you cut it right. Hmm. You're right, but if you don't, you could die. Exactly. High risk, high reward. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's um there's you got your nuts and seeds with a hamster, and then you got some meats. In probably in a separate building, but mm. linked maybe, because they probably wouldn't work together that well. <laughs> with like a locked gate yeah. <laughs> between the two. <laughs> or the hamster just works at night, the shrike works in the day, and they never really cross paths. <laughs> uh, sometimes in the morning. Yeah. The hamster always clocks off early. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't run the risk. <laughs> Puts on like a helmet and yeah. some like gloves and armour. Yeah. <laughs> Time to go home. I think I think the Shrike's probably the best the best bird for the job of the deli owner. It's a good find. Hamster's got a larder though, you know. You've got can't... somewhere to store it, but then so's the Shrike, which is just in the wild. You'd have to go to the like the the area of the Shrike. Mm. And you know it'd be a it would be around, be a bit like orienteering. It's like oh, there's a real nice uh, little mouse just twenty <laughs> meters that way on that fence. Yeah. Go and have a look, see what you think. Take your bearing of thirty degrees. <laughs> Keep walking until you find the uh, decapitated head. Don't eat the grasshopper. It's another day or two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it will be delicious then, but yeah, give it time. Give it yeah. time. Good things come to those who wait. I think yeah. it would be fantastic. Yeah, no, I can't see a problem with it. I think awesome. I think the Shrike in itself might be quite an intimidating um, saleswoman or man. 
that is the problem. Yeah. So your your, your deli owner needs to be like a, a bit Amiable. of a pillar of pillar of the community. Mm. Um, the shrike, I think, quite a spiky character. Yeah. You walk in. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> Boom! Spikes you. <laughs> Stalking around. Yeah. Maybe we could work on that customer service training. Mm. Well, that's okay. You know, you can train anyone. Nobody's perfect today. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> we got we got some deli owners. Yeah, they're, they're decent. The other one was uh, Army General, was it? Mm. So I'll go for Army General. I thought this. I got this quite quickly. Oh. Okay. Did anyone? Did you? The listeners at home obviously can't answer this rhetorical question. But Arthur, did you watch The Hunt? I did not watch The Hunt. That's a lie. We watched one episode together, but I can't remember whether we watched them. Oh, yeah, David Attenborough. David Attenborough hunting. With the polar bear poking his head out the wrong ice hole. Very much, yeah. Hilarious. But I'm not sure we watched the same episode, the the one I I remember. Hmm. But to be an army general, you need to... It's all about teamwork, isn't it? There needs to be a leader, but you've got to command respect of your team. You've got Mm -hmm. to work together for an objective. Overcoming odds that on your own you would not be able to achieve. That's right. Be resilient. Inspire loyalty. Did you get this from like the Army Jobs website? Yeah, I'm just reading. Yeah, I'm just reading <laughs> Army Jobs about us. Um, oh, sweet. And also, in, in certain times, be willing to do some rather dark stuff. Mm. And for that reason, I think that the African wild dog is probably the the the, the greatest army general you could ask for. Ooh, wild dog. Mm. A just, general of the people. Yeah. As a general within the group, and everyone knows mm. who it is, but they were all equal. Some are more equal than others. Yeah, well, as it should be. So they're, they're the fantastic truth. hunters. They can uh, chase in a pursuit of up to uh, sixty-six kilometers an hour. Up to sixty-six kilometers an hour. Forty-one miles per hour. Wow! Just round it up or down. Forty-one miles per hour is outrageous, and they can do that for up to an hour. Does, so that's a strong general. <laughs> Lead by example. Keeping, well, you'll hear about that. Um, okay. <laughs> typically, it only goes for about two kilometers um, whilst they're considered the full the pack mm. is biting the animal, trying to bring it down. But it can go up for up to half an hour to an hour. But they need teamwork. It's mm-hmm. lots of different strategies. Sometimes they can't just rush at a big old wildebeest because it would take them out. They have to corner one off from the herd. Look for a weak individual. Spot a weakness. So that's mm. strategy. Yeah. Working for the weakness and then pinning it down. Um, but then the male wild dog, the, the leader of the pack, will sometimes have to perform the task of grabbing dangerous prey, like a warthog, just straight on the nose. Nice. Boom, bring it down from the front. That's leading from the front, if ever you Assert heard it. Assert dominance. Yeah. I'll run straight at that wild, that wild warthog, bang on the nose, pull it down. Nice. And then once they found it, it's spread out across the herd. The, the prey is shared equally to promote solidarity with your fellow gen- army army man. <laughs> army uh, yeah, people. I don't know what the word would be. Soldiers. Soldier. Yeah. It's a very successful hunter. 80% result in a kill. Really? Yeah. Whereas lions are only about 10%. Hmm. I was going to say, someone like a cheetah, very not, you're not getting those odds. No, exactly. Be very lucky. Boom, there you go, beat that. That's pretty strong. Yeah. I know, I was proud of that one. <laughs> if I do say so myself. 
they can just to let you know how fast they can eat. They can eat a Thompson's gazelle, which is a gazelle, obviously, 15 minutes, all gone. <laughs> Boom. That's a big gazelle. That's what you want. This is what you want to see out of a general, isn't it? Yeah. You want to see them fight hard, and then at the end of the day, talk into be a just gazelle, piling, like guzzling. <laughs> <laughs> like, not even stopping to breathe. Listen to this kill rate. Some packs have a kill rate of three animals a day. That's a lot of animals. They get through a lot, don't they? It's busy. It's a busy yeah. day out. Well, you know, good leader. Yeah, well, yeah, strong leader, inspiring yeah. the team. To, uh... Keep it going on that third kill. Mm. God, you'd, be, you'd be flagging. Oh, Three wildebeest oh, down. Be. Especially since you've eaten all of them. Oh, <laughs> we've just demolished an entire wildebeest in 15 minutes. We've got to I'm go so do another bloated. one. Why don't we just enjoy this meal? No. no we need another, another one. one. <laughs> be the dog you were born to be. <laughs> kill more wildebeest. Yeah. Right, go on then, Arthur. What you got? So... Excuse me. So I've gone for a different sort of leader. Okay. Um, maybe the more traditional um, head of the, general head figure. Of the pack. Mm. So you've gone. You've gone very much for um, the sort of animal who, you know, gets gets stuck in, gets involved. Is yeah. part of very much part of the group. Yeah. I've gone for the sort of animal that does naffle. Um, <laughs> not now full um, I mean they don't need to hunt for a start um, but you know they. I imagine they have an air of detached uh, detached authority you know people very much look up to them um, but you know will never really be on their level talking about the elephant oh yeah oh yeah king of the herd so that's right. King of the you North. Know. The king, the king of the North. Not, not. I mean, more sort of the, the middle. middle. Yeah, very much in the middle. Um, so yeah, your army general uh, needs to be inspiring, assertive, and charismatic. Oh yeah. Um, elephants, they've got assertiveness in spades. Uh, older elephants, uh, generally matriarchs, so it's a female general, oh, okay. uh, breaking breaking down those, uh, gender, those gender gender barriers. <laughs> Maybe not gender bending. <laughs> you just wanted to shoehorn that in, didn't you? <laughs> just to let the listeners know, we were talking about gender bending just before this show, trying to understand mm. what it meant. Doesn't mean yeah. what I've just used it to mean. No. So, um, so yeah, I'd, I'd be rating uh, the female ele elephants, the matriarchs. Uh, male elephants just sort of rampage around <laughs> being dicks. So none of that, yeah. matriarch. Um, and the older elephants uh, will use uh, trunk slaps, um, kicks and shoves to discipline younger ones. Bit of the old they carrot, stick over carrot. Well, you know, they run a tight ship. Yeah. It's a dangerous world out there. You don't want to be messing around. No. Get a trunk in your face. Oof, Bam! Slap. Welcome mm. to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so also your general um, needs to be able to, uh, you know, there needs to be clear communication. Um, if they give an order, they've got to make sure they're heard. <laughs> um, and the elephant is particularly good at that. Very um, loud. With very loud. Some of their communications. 
um, have a maximum range of about six miles. Wow. So, uh, yeah, you wouldn't know, have any if, trouble, would you? Here no. <laughs> Especially if you're commanding another elephant. Got big old yeah. ears. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to uh, command troops from a distance, maybe you're you know you're up on like a a hillock and just giving directing just, directing yeah. orders, seeing the full uh, battlefield and just parping out orders. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go that way. Cool, sweet, thanks. Slap, yeah. slap with a trunk. Get going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, no need for radios. No need for the uh, the fallible technology. Not that, great um... at stealth. Well, you say that they've got very soft. They've got velvety feet, as we've discussed on very... previous. They have padded show. feet. Hmm. So, you know, <laughs> they could sneak up on you. Generals, generals don't really need to sneak up, though, no. do they? They're no. not the. Uh... You know, they're not the stealthy... They're not the, they're uh, not the ninjas. No, exactly. <laughs> or the commandos, probably. <laughs> so, you know, um, really, that's pretty much all I've got. And they never um, forget. And they never forget. Don't Very good memory. They don't forget about like, um, a battle plan, maybe. It's a common problem. Oh, what are we going to do oh, after God, what, an hour? What, um, what do we do now? Ah, whatever. Why do we have an elephant here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Elephant turns up with a hat on. A little stick in its <laughs> Just trunk. Parps from six miles away the plant. <laughs> the word parp. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> I like the idea of orders being very seriously parps. <laughs> parp. That's okay, a real cool to battle. Way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, people use a bugle or a trumpet. Ooh. Get an elephant, mate. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Uh. And also, uh. Even even better. Um. They can. Uh, so if they, you know, if they don't want to vocalise, they can. Uh, can tap on the tap on the old ground. Uh. And the seismic waveforms, um. Produced by, their um. Tramping around. Uh, running or mock charging um, can be heard. Heard. Uh, can, can be heard. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, seismic waveforms produced by locomotion appear to travel distances of up to 32 kilometers. Yeah, but something 32 kilometers. An elephant 32 kilometers away doesn't understand what that means, does it? Well, so it could be, you know, that could be a basic order, like just run away. Just run. Yeah, general's already running. Yeah. You, better, you better turn around and get yeah. out of there. They've gone, so <laughs> yeah. probably a bit late for you because that was 32 kilometres away. But yeah, well, it travels fast. Yeah, probably. But does. so basically, they can transmit what they want to say over a long distance, um, and they don't fuck around, and they never forget. Boom, elephant. Employ that elephant. Most of this was inspired by uh, the Jungle Book, the original cartoon. With the uh, army elephants. Well, you know, it's that. been so long since I watched it that I don't even remember. Ugh, it's worth a watch again. It's worth a watch again. Yes, that's their like recruitment video. Yeah, yeah. Employ us. <laughs> Send them the jungle book. <laughs> we just watch this bit. Just don't watch the rest of it. My, mine's a bit more professional because we just send them the hunt. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, got a more professional air, but not necessarily any better for it. I think I'd prefer my leader to be, you know, getting stuck in with me in the in the trenches with you. Yeah, in the mix. Mm. Mm. I like those old, you know, old-fashioned generals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being shouted at from afar. I like no. people to be next to me. Taking a warthog down by the nose. That's right. <laughs> Watch <laughs> this. Yeah. I think you do it next time. We'll let the listeners decide the winners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think, no, then, then that's, only fair. that's only fair. We couldn't decide because we both obviously just back our own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So, is it time, Arthur? Oh, it's time. It's time. Oh, yeah. Let's get it on. <laughs> now, sometimes <laughs> when we do making dating tips from the Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. we find it a challenge. You know, we've done this feature a lot. That's right. We found a lot of different uh, animals out there funny things that they do and sometimes I think maybe we've got nothing left and then I come across an absolute club banger and I remember what we do this, this sometimes you've got nothing left in the tank yeah, you've sometimes... you just got to keep keep pushing on this is not one of those times there's plenty in the tank <laughs> there is loads in the tank too much too much in the tank well I think some people in this story might agree with you oh ooh. so Very well. the mandarin fish oh is a rather beautiful um, coral fish, popular in uh, aquariums, but also in the wild. Mm-hmm. And they have a very unique mating and dating style. Nice. Unique, but also complex. You know, mm. full of heartbreak. Intrigue. Um, intrigue. Romance. And some element of grotesque desperation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that speaks to us all, doesn't it? <laughs> And I think this one will translate really, really well to humans. Fantastic. Uh, Hit so me with it. They're very little. One of mm. the tiniest species among ocean spawners. And they have a, a strategy of... Um, the, the females basically choose the males. And they gather in a romantic setting. 20 minutes of sun before sunset. Oh, on the yeah. coral. And just a little three to five girls out for a drink on their own. Just having a natter, observing the scene. Then, which has been described as each group has its own street corner, which puts a funny satchel flip on that story now, so <laughs> take from that what you will. Uh-huh. Um, and they always return to the same spot, you know, they've got their favourite areas, they've got their favourite spots in the bar, favourite yeah, table, yeah. or f- literal street corner, whichever you want to do. And, Whatever. And males swim around these street corners, and they, they just display courtship behaviour, hoping to attract females. And the females then will choose who they like, and they'll generally go for the bigger. Which again, I think, again, something we can all get on board with. Yeah, a bit of They'd... you know games. <laughs> go for the games. <laughs> all about those games. Glad you, said, glad you said games after. <laughs> <laughs> and so the you know the larger female, the larger male will generally be preferred. The female wants that. The female's been chosen. She'll swim over to him, rest on his pelvic fin. Nice. And they'll just float majestically up three feet, one meter, maybe above the coral reef, and in a in a tale as old as time, a cloud of sperm and egg is released, <laughs> and they are oh yeah, know, multiple fertilization. But sometimes life isn't always fair. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that just the truth? And the yeah. and the smaller males, you know, they don't like being left out. 
and they've um, <laughs> they've developed a strategy, a oh, rather yeah. desperate, described as a desperate compensating measure, mm. where, mm. where um, <laughs> this beautiful scene, the sun just coming in through the river, across through the the ocean, just across the coral, and they they yeah. float up, nice shadow, sun just over the ocean, and there's a puff of reproductive bliss but a smaller male will rush up to them and release sperm all over them <laughs> hoping, to, <laughs> hoping to fertilize any spare eggs sneak attack <laughs> boom get in there get out dead beat dad <laughs> no one would ever know what's known as sneaking or streaking <laughs> What a way to finish, eh? Romance. Romance. Who says romance is dead? That's right. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Carpe diem. Yeah. You won't ever give it another chance. What are you living for as a man doing yeah. fish? you got to get your, your genes going forward. Everyone else is having a great time. They're not going to pick you. What are you going to do? Do they let life pass you by? No. Yeah. You're going to throw your sperm all over every what? Cheers <laughs> everywhere. If you're going to have a bad time, everyone should have a bad time. I mean... Ruin that moment of conjugal bliss with a, <laughs> a third substance. A third unwelcome and un, un, unbeckoned uh, substance. <laughs> I hope some people are listening to this uh, in unusual on the bus <laughs> before you go to sleep because I think it will... You know, really set your day off well. Or finish it. <laughs> finish very much the, the being image the operative like word. A Disney-like romantic scene of two fishes just slowly <laughs> floating at the top. <laughs> and a third sneak attacking them. Yeah, what are you doing out there? <laughs> oh, let me get involved. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> it's, it's, quite, it's quite beautiful, isn't it, when you think about it? Here I am. Here I go. <laughs> You'd get a real reputation, wouldn't you, of being a real, a real, real dirty human? That's yeah. filthy. Just That's real filthy. filthy. <laughs> Probably only get one or two goes before people knew you, who you were, what you were up to. There is a risk, <clears throat> a significant risk of gaining a reputation. <laughs> And that's the sort of reputation that you don't, you know, you can't shake you that one off. don't shake that off easily. Don't. So, yeah, I think if, if mating and dating is occasionally um, good advice, this is one occasion where it is... Uh, <laughs> Someone clearly has listened to mating and dating because on this website I found some content about they've tried to do it themselves. <laughs> and they've said, uh, thankfully, this behaviour is not often seen among the human species, except in some, bra- um, quotation marks, Special interest movies. Ah. Which is enough from you, diveofthworld.com. <laughs> Don't want to know what you get up to. Dirty birds. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, my general advice would be un- 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 uh, unrequested, don't do it. Yeah, unless someone specifically wants you to. Consent is key. Mm. For all parties. Yeah. No st- sneaking or streaking or sneak attacking. Yeah. You will get a reputation. Yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, you've, you've potentially ruined someone's day there. Yeah. Really, you know, they had a but lovely evening. you might have evening. a bab. <laughs> well, yeah. So, he's really winning. <laughs> Win's a win. <laughs> it's not. Don't do that. You wouldn't even know whose it was. Yeah. yeah. May as well not have one. Well, yeah, I'm also, how would you even know if you were successful? Those dead, those Swimming dead around. dads don't care, do they? No, they don't care. They're like, swimming around later on, and you see, you see a little young fish that looks like you're like, oh, oh that's one of mine. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> wow. Don't run past people and just fling jizz at them. Don't do that. No. Don't do that. That'll get you a criminal record. Yeah. And on that note, I think it's time to say thank you and good night. That is such a strong, <laughs> strong finish. It is strong. That's probably what that little mandarin fish says. Yeah. Hey, I thought I was just here for the strong finish. Uh, the big finish. Lights up an underwater cigarette. <laughs> just leans back in his chair. What a day I've had. Job well done. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Well... If you've made it this far, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you for listening. Um, any more jobs market suggestions? Uh, feedback on the success of <laughs> mating and dating tips. Or um, oh, we need to uh, we need to open out um, articulate soon. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. We need to do like a, a trial run at some point. Yeah. For anyone who would like to take part and articulate, please do get in touch. We'll mm. bring you into the inner circle. See you appear behind the greasy curtain. <laughs> it's like tatty. tatty. <laughs> <laughs> it's the old curtain Not we with had that. from undergrad. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, let us know if, um, if you'd like to get involved. Um, otherwise, thank you very much for listening. Um, and until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. It's a lovely night. You've met someone who you, know, you think they're gorgeous. It's they think you're great. Such a lovely arc. Mm, yeah, you're watching the sunset together. Bam! Jizz in the eye. Out of nowhere. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Earth.